Check out bmfcast.com for all our episodes and links to our social things. And for tons of bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMFCast, this is one James Bond knockoff that you can take out of your queue. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey, BAMFCast. It's a podcast. (laughs) Episode 424. Blaze it. Palindrome. Yes, a palindrome. Nintendo. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this here BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Mm. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, and then we rate them. Good bad movies, True. enjoyable bad movies. I get one of five jocks. Listen, Robot Jocks. Robot Hooray! Jocks. That's a great movie. We should it watch that. Terrific. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch that again right now. <laughs> However, keep in mind, there, <laughs> there are bad bad movies. So stay away. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in trash bags. Garbage. Junk. The place in which we should put bad movies. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Bad, bad the movies. Dumpster. As in stay away. So, so. Uh, we are wrapping up the first annual... The first. <laughs> and only. Shh. Gotta leave the dangling, man. You don't no, know. Yeah. No dangle. Oh, no dangle? No. Man, so anti Corey Haim. No. This is the very first and last Mayhem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe. It's a special um, event. The only annual <laughs> Mayhem. <laughs> the first... And final annual mayhem. Yeah. And we conclude on 1992's The Double O Kid, or Double Zero Kid. Yes. Straight to video, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, we'll go with that. I'm pretty sure. Um, how about a quick plot summary, because that's what we usually do. Yeah. Lance, a teenager, dreams of being a secret agent, and he's suddenly caught up in the middle of hacker intrigue, which aims at the International Environmental Congress. Hacker uh-huh. intrigue. <laughs> hacker intrigue. Yeah. Hacker intrigue. Right. Is there hackers? Yeah, it's so intriguing. We should watch hackers, yo. Yeah, we should. God damn, we should watch. I mean, I just for hackers. Just, I mean, just we should just watch hackers. Not Mm -hmm. that it should be uh, reviewed on this here podcast. Yeah, I think he poo pooed hackers. No, I can review it right now. Five jocks, fucking awesome. (laughs) Hackers rules. All right, well, that's our hackers podcast. Um, I've never seen the net, so I don't know how that qualifies. You know, we've had this conversation. I wrote all these movies down. Okay. And then I was like, Hacker Month, and you guys were like, no. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, who who said that? All of you? I might go to bat for the Uh, net, but also, uh, I I don't know. I recognize that the net is probably Mm -hmm. trash (laughs) in hindsight. Yeah. The net, it gets a few things wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, of course. Yeah. It's a 90s hacker movie. It gets everything wrong, but it's got my future ex-wife in it, and I love her. Hmm. Dennis Miller? Yes. <laughs> yes, Dennis Miller. He's in the net? I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Good luck on your GED, Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. So, Corey Haim. Um, yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. Haim, you are. Oh, He's man. no longer with us. No, that's, Our, that's a shame. Yeah, he did. I hope you found peace, Corey Haim. Right. Um, speaking of peace... <laughs> uh, chess pieces and stuff. Right. Oh, chess yeah. Pieces. We yeah. got to talk about right. how this um, movie right, let, enters the just, room. Let's go over yeah. the cast. Right. Okay. Cast is why I said we should watch this. Yes. Because uh-huh. Corey Haim, sixth appearance, final appearance, question mark? Answer, yes. Correct. It's, uh, it's correct. Maybe? It's uh, Come on. We have hey, a thousand uh, better movies Char- to get Charles, to. Charles, you are not in charge of me. I'm not trying to be, even though... 
I get where you're going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, Brigitte Nielsen, mm-hmm. third mm-hmm. appearence. Somehow only three. It feels Could like been more. Four. She has actually not worked that much. Man, it feels like we've seen a lot more movies with her in it. But yeah, Cobra, Mission of Justice. <laughs> Wasn't she and married as, to and, Sylvester Stallone for a while? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Friend of the show. <laughs> and as noted in here, one that didn't quite make the show. Big Money Rustlers. Chuck and I are still supposed to watch Big Money Rustlers one We day. watched five minutes of that. But one of the few, to, to hit the five-minute rule, one of the few movies that actually successfully made us pull the plug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe I called the audible on that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you were probably rut-wise mm-hmm. to do that. I was like, yeah. no, guys, can't. I can't. And uh, Wallace Shawn, mm. who's waited 419 episodes to return. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was in Southland Tales. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he was. Yep. You're so right. I forgot. <laughs> Uh, John it's Reese inconceivable Davies. that he wouldn't have been yeah. in another yeah. movie. They come close to using that. Too. He almost gets mm-hmm. there, but he they, stops himself. Yeah, uh, yeah John Reese Davies, fifth appearance, King Solomon's Mind, Cyborg Cop, Cats Don't Dance, and Scorcher. Scorcher. Cats don't dance. <laughs> it's <laughs> Wait, true. Which, they which don't. cat was he? I don't know. Dance. I don't remember fuck all about Cats Don't Dance. I do believe he was a cat cats. that did not dance. <laughs> yeah. I remember those cats. They did not dance. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they did. So yeah, they did. At the, the end, movie think, was a yeah. lie. Mm-hmm. It's just like all dogs go to heaven, and then that one dog goes to hell. Yeah, yeah, lies. It's a weird twist. Ending. It's all lies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, story is credited to Stephen and Stuart Paul, who are two of the writers credited on "Never Too Young to Die." Yep. The origin yeah, of the Stargrove. Correct. Oh, so they made it, they wrote another story about Lance, a young kid who wants to be a spy. I don't know if this of. all came out of like one. They were just like script. They're gonna like, man, we're gonna. This is gonna be a series. I don't know. Series. That's why I was intrigued. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Uh, and the director is Dun- Duncan McLaughlin. Duncan McLaughlin, who is now D McLaughlin. Yeah. So, good for you, D. Yeah. D as in D E E. Correct. Yes. Oh, okay. Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, just you know, D could be short. I was mm-hmm. clarifying. Nope. Nope. So yeah, there's your. People mm-hmm. in the movie. There's your people in the movie. People, well, I mean, the, we sk- you skip one. I mean, she's she has no Bavcast credits sure. history, but there's there's one Nicole Eggert is mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, uh, that's my Charles in charge. Joke. She is an improvement over Amy Dolan's. She runs. She is. She knows how to mm-hmm. run. Yeah, so. and rollerblade. Yeah, uh, no skates. No, she well, has skates. proper she skates. On skates. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. she's not a tool. So, <laughs> oh no, I've made it clear where I stand on on skates versus blades. Okay, skates. I, rem- I remember. So, Skates, not blades. Don't Anyhow. look kid. <laughs> Subs, not dubs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've taken a hard stand here. Um, yeah. Movie opens. There's a heist. Uh, it's supposed to be in some sort of super secure facility, but it just looks like a random hallway they had access to. Mm-hmm. It's a they, random hospital is yeah, what it looks yeah. like. Yeah. And it, it's weird because they go through a whole thing where they're, it's Brigitte Nelson and, and Guy, you know, yep. um, Guy. you know, <laughs> and they're, they're, you know, they're dressed up like uh, janitors and they do this whole thing where they, they've got a thing that will just get them right into key card accesses. But for some reason, there's like a delayed response safe where they actually punch the right code in. Like, this is a weird system. Like, why would you punch the right code in and still have klaxons go off? I, I don't know what sets off the alarms. Yeah, but, but they... They're just breaking in and they're stealing yeah. FAA. Maybe they code. left the safe open too long. Maybe. And it's like your yeah. fridge that'll start going beep, 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 mm. beep, yeah. beep, beep. If but you have a nice fridge. Yeah. But they're if taking you have a shit fridge, it doesn't do fridge. anything. A fridge. Yeah. Yes. I don't get a shit fridge. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just put that in the toilet. <laughs> oh, with the wine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but yes, they, they, they are taking pictures of FAA codes. Um, you know, that's part of their plot. And then 
like I said, the klaxons go off and like three guards come after them. I think they murder them. I mean, they they soapy suds. They soapy suds them. So they slip on the floor comically and you're like, haha, this is a kid's movie. And then, and then guy comes them. and fucking murders all three of them with <laughs> yes. a desert eagle. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And yeah. you're like, oh, this is not a kid's movie. I hmm. hmm. But yeah. then we get hot opening credits. Yeah. There's a chess-based, shitty, James Bond-style wannabe opening credits. Like, it's terrible, terrible CG. I don't care what year. Like, The Last Starfighter had better CG than this. Battle Chess looks amazing yeah. compared to this. <laughs> this, um, is, this is the computer animation you do when you do your literally your first computer animation. Mm-hmm. It's something similar to this. Yeah. It's like, all right, now move them around. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the... King on the one side morphs into like a weird Corey Haim wannabe thing with backwards cap and glasses. Is that what that was? I guess. Okay. Yeah. It and did that, that as they as his credit came up. Okay. Yeah. That was my Because then like the others like the the like Brigitte Nielsen was a tall queen. queen and then it, like it got curves. Yeah. Like it, it morphed into having you know womanly and Wa- curves. And Wallace Shawn. Yeah. It became short with a little and like the the uh, cross on the crown became a money a dollar sign. Yeah. And yeah. And then it's just it, his name is Cash Pot. Right. Yeah. Subtle. Mm-hmm. I wonder what he's going to get into when he get, becomes an adult cash pot. But yeah, and then, you know, this terrible thing happens, and then it's it's Corey Haim <laughs> walking down the street. No, 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 no. Huh? Corey no. Haim's in bed. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yes, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> he wakes I, up to I a bomb ahead. clock. There was, there's five minutes of this where it's just... It is so pointless. Like, he's got this home life, and it's like he's got a brother that sneaks up on him, and, he, and he's pretending to be a spy. Like, this is the dumbest setup. For, yeah. I mean, I mean, the movie itself itself is entirely dumb, but mm-hmm. like he's just got this inner monologue of like, you know, there's an enemy in the house and blah blah blah. And his kid brother sneaks up and squirt guns him, or tries to squirt gun him, and he grabs the gun and squirts him instead. Yes. And then his mom, who's uh, Karen, Karen Black. Black for some reason, is just like, <laughs> oh, I'm not. I mean, well, because they cast her. <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, like, like why do you get? Why do you, this is goes back to like the thing with um, Lorraine Newman. It's mm-hmm. like why cast anyone you would name. You, you could name as somebody who's just like has nothing like no reason to exist in a movie. She needed a sandwich. Sure. So anywho, like she's just yelling like you never come to breakfast anymore. So Corey Haim, his brother goes out and deflates his motorcycle tire just by unscrewing a cap, which is not how mm. tires work no. at all right. ever. Um, maybe maybe very early on, and then they were like, "Hey, maybe if we put a little thing here." So yeah, yeah. Um, so he steals his brother's, steals his brother's bike. bike and and goes to his job at the CIA. Rides it is... to work, and then none of that shit no. ever matters yeah. again. Yeah, yeah just... the last we see of his family is them chasing him oh, in a station wagon. Yeah, in their station wagon, yelling at him. Yeah, it's weird. And then he just he gets to work, and it's just like, all right, mostly stop the monologue. Like, I want to be a spy, and I'm turning every mundane thing into spy shit. Except what he has one other flight of fancy while he's at work because it's like, oh, yeah, you're just a copy boy. Go get us some coffees and shit, mm-hmm. you know? And so he goes and makes coffee or coffee for the boss or whatever. And then he's like sharpening pencils and he has like a one more dream fancy where he sees, you know, the nerdy girl with glasses who's actually hot, yeah. you know? And then like, it's like, oh, we would meet in Paris and blah, blah, blah. And, and so there's like this weird sequence where he's like having dinner with her and like we're both dressed up like spy people, mm-hmm. you know, and then it's like then that shit is done. Like, it's just like no more flights of fancy. It's just like so. Yeah, the Walter the Mitty qu- shit ends. His internal monologue ends mm-hmm. like all that shit stops. Like the the interaction with his family stops. Yep. Like everything we have just watched is gone. Yep. Yeah. So Meaning, meaningless. Does he actually 
intern for a spy agency? Yeah. The CIA. Is it that is actually the CIA. It, yeah. Okay. Because like the guy who's like middle management CIA dude gets called in. Um, it's uh, fuck, what's her name? The Forbidden Planet just went right out of my head. Mm-hmm. Anne Francis. Yep. Anne Francis is the boss of the CIA. Yes. And then it's just like, hey, you sent that thing to that guy, right? And he's like, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it's it should be here by like three o'clock this afternoon. No problem. Mm-hmm. So he scrambles and is like, all right, Corhaim, I booked you on a flight. You're getting to LAX. Drive right to this guy's office. It'll take you 35 minutes. Get here. Give him this envelope and don't say a word about this to anybody. He's basically just like last minute second, like whoops, gulp. Yeah. And, and Corey Hames like, okay, sir, yeah. that sounds fantastic. And of course, Corey Hames his way into L.A. because it's just like you know the you're in L.A. song comes on. Yeah, and he's riding down in a taxi it's like the West Coast, and you're in a car. Yeah, and looking there's at the sights, there's some ladies in bikinis, and Beverly Hills sign, and look at there's Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> and yeah, Grom's Chinese Theater, but like stars he, on the ground that you can't read the names. <laughs> yeah. But is he, it because he's Chuck. illiterate? <laughs> yes. yes. Also, oh. they were going too fast, and oh. the names were the wrong way. Hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So, I just want to paint the picture of Corey Heyman in this movie, by the way, who mm-hmm. is just the king of the shittiest haircuts. Like, whoever his barber was fucking hated him. His head in this movie is fucking atrocious. Like, it's... <laughs> Well, his head's fine. <laughs> it's his hair that's atrocious. I mean, Demolition High Don't was, speak Ill of the dead. was bad. This is a fucking shit show on his head. Yes. It, you it are is, correct. It, he is bleached blonde. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. he, he kind of has Christoph Lambert when he goes blonde hair. Yeah. He's got, a shit show on his head. He's got the reverse, Corey Hames story. He's got reverse Lobot going on, which is like his entire <laughs> lower head. Reverse Lobot. Man, that's an Urban Dictionary entry I've ever seen. Yeah, man, I, I, I once gave her the reverse Lobot. Yeah. She didn't take kindly to it, though. You got to warn them well, when you, you got to do the reverse Lobot. You got to reverse Lobot into a Lando for a soft, la- a soft Lando. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so his entire like lower head is shaved and it's just whatever the fuck is going on above that. It's just it's like the hair that was left got scared and is trying to run away. <laughs> yeah, it's well, just like, it, it, it looked down and it saw next. Corey Hayman. Yeah. It was like, oh, shit. Right. it's sort of like Beaker. Just, you know, it, all yes. shockingly sticking up there. It's fucking garbage. But mm-hmm. he also has heroin eyes throughout the entire... Like, he's just looked like someone has punched him <laughs> in both his eyes. Heroin eyes. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite Neil Young song. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love a good I pair just, of heroin eyes on a cinnamon girl. <laughs> I'm just so angry. Wasted potential makes me so mad. And it's just... This dude just, like... I. Whoever did We've this seen- to him... It's called Corey Haim. I know, yeah. but someone say, said seen... to him, hey, try this heroin. It's great. And then he was like, you're right, it is. And then, you know, that led <laughs> that's, to... That's the only answer you have when you try heroin. <laughs> this is heroin, Corey. Yeah. You don't want none of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> it gets you real high. You feel like you can fly. <laughs> I think I'd like to try some of that heroin. You don't want any of this, Corey. <laughs> so... Whatever, I just had to... Sure. You needed to visualize Corey Haim in this movie, because good luck finding this movie. The other thing that he has that, that, that shows up for a little while and then immediately disappears is while like while he was riding the bike to work and doing stunts around the, the station wagon, he has like a wannabe punk jacket. Like It's like kind of sort of olive drab. It's you know? another Army-Navy store 
special but it's also a reversible jacket because like he he gets to work and yeah. it's like he's got all these patches on the on the on the you know the olive drab part and then it's just like he flips it out and it looks kind of like a sport coat i gotta say that's pretty good that's yeah. maybe the best thing about this movie well, saying, like, he, it's like yeah you know he's like yeah i'm a badass punk and then he gets to work it's like oh sir hello i got a real jacket on but i'm still wearing my adidas sneakers yeah it's like it's like almost like an eight ball jacket mm-hmm. from back then mm-hmm. but yeah. uh but like he does the same uh, thing because he's like Riding that, uh, wearing that on his ride to the play, guy's place, Weinberg or whatever dude's Weinberg. name is, and then like gets in and like, oh, I gotta switch jackets and everything. Yeah. Um, so there's okay, so there's been a scene where we are introduced to Wallace Shawn because mm-hmm. John Reese Davies comes to visit him with a suitcase full of money mm-hmm. and says the consortium wants to there. There's okay, watch this VHS tape about the environment. Watch nine seconds yeah. of this VHS tape about the environment. And Wallace Shawn's like, yeah, yeah, I know. The environment sucks. And, and he's like, okay, here's the deal. That's the, a rather inconvenient truth. <laughs> these, <laughs> these scientists are going to tell everybody that businesses are ruining the planet. Businesses are like, oh, hell no. And they're going to murder the scientists. So here's what you're going to do. Because you created the, yeah. the Bloomberg virus or whatever dumb fucking Michelangelo. thing. Michelangelo. My how things <laughs> haven't changed, have they? Yeah, no. So it's just... We're going to murder the scientist. You made a computer virus. We want you to make a computer virus that will blow up the plane over the Bermuda Triangle. Crash the plane over the Bermuda Triangle. Yes. Whatever. And he's like, that sounds great. Let's split this $12 million. And while you're here, come check out my arcade. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he goes and they're in this room. There are a million arcade sounds in here, but you never see an arcade machine. No. And he sits down in this. He's like, John Reese Davies, check out this car. It's great. You should get in it. And John Reese Davies is just like, fuck, yeah, this is great. I'm getting in this car. And it's some dumb like there's a TV screen in front of the windshield that has like some program driving thing on it. And apparently he has to play this game that he's driving along and the car somehow murders him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In a way that I literally don't understand how this. It's in- one of those things that's in the that you put in a script, right? And you figure that you're gonna figure it out by the time it's time to film it, and they just cut and around. They it. never did. No, and it's it's kind of a horror movie awesome thing. Like you're driving the car, but actually when you crash, you crash in real life. Yeah, it's because they that cut would away be like from a, a car Wishmaster crash. movie or something. Right. It's just. Yeah, so, like, when he crashes in the game, the car is fucked up, and he is also injured. Right. And he's and like, I would again, like to yeah. get out now, and Wallace Shawn's like, no, you're not getting out. I'm just going to keep all the money. You're going to die now. And eventually, the car flips over and crushes him. Mm-hmm. So, John Reese davies is in this movie for one scene. Mm-hmm. Yes. Boo. Because John yeah. Reese davies was another reason I looked at this cat. I was like, okay, that might be okay if we get John Reese davies fucking going, you know, cyborg cop crazy in this yeah nah no no nah. so but yes now he's going to get the entire 12 million dollars and having instead of having to split it yes so he's gonna do the hacking and whatever mm-hmm. but they need the thing they need the the key code yeah they've got the they've got the codes but now they need a key card to actually activate it yes it, mm-hmm. they're really bad planners and because, they need a fingerprint yes well. yeah they haven't said they haven't figured that part out yet because like first it was like oh we need these codes oh we actually need this key card access we're gonna go after weinberg who happened to be like the guy who invented the faa system mm-hmm. who still has a card which seems like a huge critical security oversight thing it does but th- so they it said is. so 
uh, <laughs> yes. Brigitte Nelson and and thug dude with Desert Eagle come yeah. dressed as a priest and a nun into his office, and they're just like, "No, we really need to see him. It's about the charity for the Bolivian kids or something." And they just kind of like you know muscle their way past the secretary. They're basically, into his, like, we can't come back. We have to pray later. We're yeah. going in now. We're praying tomorrow, so we can't come back tomorrow. Bye. We're going yeah. in there. And then it's just like, "Where's the money, Lebowski?" And yep. you know, they just ask for the key key card, and eventually he's like about to give it to him, I think. But Corey Hain walks in in the middle of this and is like, hey, Mr. Weinberg, here, I'm here with this package. And he's like, oh, good, good boy. Here, take this $5. And we can clearly see he's wrapped the key card inside of a folded $5 bill. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, or Corey Hain's like, no, I don't need it. He's like, no, please take it. Go get yourself an ice cream. So <laughs> he takes it, gets out of the building, and goes, hey, what's this key card? That's, mm-hmm. that's got to be a mistake. Let me go back in. Yeah. And that's a good move. Yes. That's a good move. I like it. Yeah. But and then now they, fisticuffs have broken out in the in the office yeah. and they're beating up Weinberg. And you can hear like they cut to the secretary <laughs> and you can hear the, the punching sounds happening. And she's just like, huh, what's that? <laughs> it's like it sounds like it's the unmistakable sound right, of people the unmistakable getting punched. sound of people getting punched in the movies. Right. Mm-hmm. It's the sound of her personal evaluation going down. <laughs> yes. Well, she goes in to examine the situation and. And then Guy just murders them both with his mm-hmm. gun. Yeah. So to which Corey Haim hears that outside and is like, oh, I better sneak yeah. out. Yes. To which he does. And they saw him come in with like his business side of his coat. So he reverses it. This is the only time this really comes into play plot wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he reverses it into his punk jacket. Apparently within 10 seconds found some lady who was like, hey, I need to make out with you in order to save my life because right. he's just he's just macking on some lady. Yeah. And then like he's like, thanks, you just saved my life because, you know, and because they, they walk right by him and she's like, don't you want my number? Yeah, okay, bye. Thanks, cutie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And then he goes to a payphone and faxes a message to his boss. I don't know how he does this. He has a magic pen. He had a pen that was like hooked into the with a phone cord. Huh. Because he wrote this message by hand, and it somehow translated to See, faxing. This is one of those movies where things just happen. Yeah, like like without rhyme or reason, they just happen because the movie needs them to happen. But they this show thing this is a thing. Yeah, they they show it. This thing is actually a cool gadget. This is the second coolest thing in in this movie. It's I know it probably wouldn't work in real life, but it's a cool yeah. concept for a gadget I mean, where you can just write what? on anything. In any movie, they would set this up in some way. Yeah, I think they ex- somehow. Like, why I did think he they have a fax pen? Like, Who why knows? he you had know, a box of? Gadgets. It looked like he made shit for fun because he he also had like some goggles that were like he had sitting on his shelf when he was playing spy in his house. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: with this movie, the movie doesn't in any way make him. I'm not defending it. I'm no, just no, no, saying, no. I'm not yeah. arguing with. I'm arguing we with the movie. Arguing. I'm saying the we movie actually arguing. wants you to do all the work in understanding that this kid is super into spy shit. It it just does the very cursory nonsense of just like he's got some gadgets and he wants to work for the CIA because he thinks it's cool, and then like alternates between like total panic and kind of super badass, but in the most Corey Haim mm-hmm. way. It's just. It, it, yeah. The movie does. It's like a first pass. It's just like, all right, we should flesh all this out. No, never mind. Let's just make it. Mm-hmm. We got Karen Black for a day. We, we just need to go. Well, the whole thing feels like a student film. Yeah, it really does because the sound mixing, mm-hmm. like especially in the opening scenes, just in the bedroom when the when mm-hmm. they are when he and the brother are having argument, you hear like as soon as the voice kicks up, yeah, you hear the static and the room noise. Yes. And then it cuts out as soon as the line is over. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's it's that kind of movie that's just like man, we never cleaned this up, did we? <laughs> right. Like like I don't know if we're watching like an early screener or something, you know, before it was cleaned up. But holy shit, yeah, the whole thing just reeks of like, yeah, we could have finished that, but nah, nah, yeah, good enough. I don't know. I I feel like we we've, we've watched plenty of movies like this. I mean, I think I I feel like we spoiled ourselves for like the last year and a half. Like I feel like we've watched a lot of actual Hollywood movies and like you're just kind of like coming back to like this is what shitty movies look yeah, like. Yeah, we need to bring it back to 1990. <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying like I mean we, we've watched yeah. so many poorly made movies that I feel like you're being extra harsh on this one. I, Demolition High is a shitty movie. Demolition High is awesome. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we've watched a lot of poorly made movies over the course of this and I, just I feel agree. like yeah. I, I'm not like yeah. I'm I'm not baffled by know, this. I'm not like, I mean, oh my god, what is this shitty movie? I'm just saying this movie fucking sucks and here's why. Yeah, I yeah. I don't think I mean I don't think this movie's that bad. It's not Ford Fairlane. No. <laughs> no, it, it's not offensive. It's just half assed. Yeah. Everything about it feels half assed. It's aggressively mediocre. Yeah. So But I like this gadget. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I mean, and I mean But like, it does have a fax pen. <laughs> Which I mean, cool. a device that will live on forever in usefulness. Absolutely. To be fair, this isn't so to you know, all these flavors. To, you choose to be salty. <laughs> to borrow to borrow a phrase from one of our stars of this, this is not completely inconceivable hmm. because mm-hmm. there are whiteboard pens that save the data that you're writing to a thing. I know. I'm so not, the I'm idea not arguing, of a fax pen isn't. I'm not arguing out of the, realm the merit of, of a fax pen. I'm just saying the movie doesn't like. Check out this cool thing. It's just like, wait, what does he do it? How did he do? What was that? It's what a fax pen. Okay, and then by the time that comes to your head, it's gone. We've moved on, and mm. it's just if you if you want to to make him seem like a cool kid, show his gadgets. Yeah, better than you're doing. It, it, I mean, I I think it's I think the biggest flaw in the storytelling is there seems to be like Anne Francis seems to know he's better than he seems. He's better than Corey Haim. Like he, he seems to be better than like he comes off in, in person, you know, but everyone else is like, oh, this is just a stupid kid who's been here like three weeks and dreams of being a spy. Yeah. She's the only one like I see something in you, kid. And there's never like, yeah, there's it, there's, no... there's any nurturing of that or like reason why she believes this, right. like that she knows he invented a, a fax pen or <laughs> some spy goggles or whatever shit, you know, that he's got some spy kids gear mm-hmm. over here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or a cool yeah. Uncle Machete or something. I don't know what. <laughs> but anyway. He's yeah. like, I got 200 bucks in my pocket plus $5 that the guy gave me. I'm going to go get a hotel room. Take me to the Roosevelt Hotel. Yeah. So he just hangs out in a hotel room, home loan style for a little bit. And is like, I'll get Order some room, room service. service. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeseburger. Bring fries me a and, burger. Yeah. You filthy animal. Uh-huh. Uh, but so he's about to take a shower. And who orders room service? And then he goes, I'm going to take a shower. Like, cause in the movies, everyone, everywhere, right. apparently you figure it's going to take 20 minutes to get room service up. Is, so this, is this some kind of weird thing like, to get yourself up? I'm just asking because like, does everyone like whatever, uh, you know, whatever f- sex I happen to fancy is going to come in and I'm going to just go out and I'll shower and be like, it'll be fucking bone in time when they bring my food. Is this like some weird thing that's like in the back of people's heads? He's well, supposed to be about 16 years old, right? I don't know. They say se- they say movie, seventeen. This movie alternates between he's a whimsical kid and this kid fucks. He's seventeen. Yeah. They say it several times. Okay. They do. Okay. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's it thematically it is never clear if he is just like a golly well, gee, you know what? Spying is fun. Or hey, Nicole Eggert, when let I me was, put my dick in you. <laughs> when I was seventeen, I probably would have pulled that exact move. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying this movie. In, that in, exact in, move. Because when you're seventeen, you're like, man. 
Something's got to work, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying movies in general. If everybody jumps in the shower the second they order room service, do they just assume the person bringing the room service is going to be like a willing sex participant? Well, I, I think it's Occam's razor. Is it? Which is, <laughs> yes. Which is they're going to shave up. Um, oh. <laughs> no, no. Um, I, I think it's a more simple That's explanation, which is... <laughs> I just got to my hotel. I've mm-hmm. ordered room service, mm-hmm. and I've got time to take a shower because I've. It's going to take twenty minutes for the room service to get here. I can shower in nineteen. Yeah, that yeah. is the logic. But so yeah, and you also but, you have to wait half an hour before you can shower. The assumption after eating. It's right. like the pool, yeah. right? So There's you want to get your shower out of the way. So yeah. You're, yeah. So you don't, so don't want to be showering too late. Yeah. You don't want a Charlie horse when you're yeah. trying to. But his assumption might have been right because so like as soon as he, he like the dude comes in. And Corey Ham is just watching him in the room for a while. And the dude like opens the thing and smells the burger and is just like, okay. So Corey Ham's like, oh, hey, man, thanks. And like, I think you said the the waiter dude like kind of leans in for like, hey, you want to make out? <laughs> See, it like, was going to uh, work. And Corey Ham was like, nah, high five. I mean, like, that's it not actually if happening. Corey had just been coming out of the shower. That's what I'm saying. It I, was probably his heroin dealer. And he was just used uh, to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, it's too soon. Yeah, yeah. is it okay? Yeah, I believe it. No, it's, not. it's probably it's not. not. It's like eight, six years. Yeah. So. Um, so he comically tries to eat this hamburger like six times, just does. double fisting this hamburger, like bringing it to mouth, and then is yeah. distracted by something. He, he, Trump, the, he Trump waters the hamburger. Yeah, he really does. It's, it's yeah. the um, Trump the, waters the, the hamburger. Trump. I shouldn't understand that <laughs> phrase. God damn it! He does. He's just like, oh, hamburger. <laughs> I've been on heroin for so long. I no longer know yeah. how food works. Yeah, how make thing go mouth. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. yeah, the doorknob the doorknob is rattling again, like it was when the um, when the room service guy was trying to yeah. break in and burger him, and now someone's <laughs> trying to break in and burgle burgle him. him yes. So <laughs> I like that you went that far for that. <laughs> I appreciate I mean, that. It just it was right there. Yeah. It just happened to me. It, but eventually, it's guy and guy's driver who is just this big muscle dude. Mm-hmm. Who likes to eat? Also, by the way, the way we were introduced to that dude was pretty great because yeah. we didn't even know he was a part of this movie. Yeah. And Brigitte Nelson and Desert Eagle dude, I don't give a fuck what his name is, are sitting in the back of a limo, and they've just gotten, they've gotten like they've uh, gone to shitty Sonic. Well, yeah, they went they went to an actual like drive in yeah. style diner where which Nicole Egger works. works with uh, you know kind of setting up like why she may, might be on roller skates. But yeah. they, oh, that was her. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah. But she brings food to that, and then of course they're like, hey, you know, like that kind of action mm. to her, mm-hmm. um, and then like. They ordered three sets of food. They're like, well, who's the other one for? And then they just cut to the driver dude who's like, his first line in the movie is like, y'all should just kill him. And he's like, chomp. (laughs) It's just like, it's just immediate hamburger fist to face. It's this great, like, you don't even know this dude's a part of this movie. And his first line is like, y'all should just kill him. And then just face full of burger. (laughs) It's like, hell, hey, who's that? Yeah. But yeah, he kind of becomes a a third, you know, he's a third. Yeah. 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 Um, And he busts the door down. And then, so Corey Haim is hiding in this tiny hotel room. He's hiding in the room service. Car. Yeah. No, he's hiding under the bed. Oh, first. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so they just kind of look around and they're like, okay. He, kid. Oh, he also broke off the shaving mirror off the he did. bathroom wall. Yeah. Because he took that with him. He took that other under the bed with him. Yeah. yeah that was how he spied on mm-hmm. the guy, on yeah. the waiter who he was going to have sex with. But then he didn't. <laughs> yeah. right. Because he didn't get to shower quick enough. That's true. <laughs> he wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're just like, hey, kid, give us the card. We know you're in here. 
He pinches the dude's hands with the, you know. Yeah, the guy, re- he's like, he's probably under this cart because this room is 40 square feet. So this mm-hmm. is probably exactly where he is. So he just puts his hand under the cart like, I'm going to feel you, kid. And he puts his hand in the yeah. thing and, yeah. ah, and that hurts a long, I don't, I don't longer than a, it should. I don't even know what you call that, like the weird stretchy lattice yeah, thing that I'm, the stretchy lattice stretchy <laughs> lattice. you know what i'm talking if you've seen a shaving mirror yeah. on one of those things on the wall yeah so I he hurts that guy called. for a while and then he cory ham keeps trying to beat run past the other guy and keeps running into him and just bouncing off of him comically um eventually he blinds him with some mustard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this causes him to go into like Metal Gear Solid confusion mode where the guy just immediately turns on the, <laughs> the other henchman in the room and starts mm-hmm. beating him up. It's because he can't see. Yeah. And he's grabbing for whatever feels. Yeah. So yeah. he beats hey, his Chuck, buddy. Do you not know how war works? Obviously, there's a reason why they call it mustard. Yeah, gas. you get mustard in your eye yeah. and you're gassed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go yeah. on. You're very tired. And so you grab. Warmetician. <laughs> so you grab the gentleman nearest you and beat the tar out of him. Well, it's that a whole thing. That does, that does make sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So World War One. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> but then he does throw Corey out the window. He, he does. does. Yeah. And we're like, oh, this movie's over. <laughs> yep. We all kind of cheered a little. Oh, well, yeah. Like, all right. Oh, yeah. He but on. he happened to have grabbed a curtain. He did. Mm-hmm. Hangs out for a while mm-hmm. before climbing back in as the other guy is trying to revive the man that he bludgeoned <laughs> to into submission. Hey, man, I'm so sorry. Please yeah. wake up. Yeah, he's dumping ice on him. And Brigitte yeah. Nelson yeah. walks up and basically just well, kicks them both. I'm like, come on. Well, no. Corey smacks him in the head with a lamp. Oh, right. And yes. then and runs then away. Yeah. And then Brigitte, Nies- Brigitte oh, Nielsen. Oh, and he grabs back the card. The, yeah. the card, card and their valet ticket. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it runs down the stairs as she's coming up the elevator. So he, she just kicks him and like, come on, you useless. Mm-hmm. And he steals their limo and drives away. He does. And we get our second shot of him driving around through L.A., Mm-hmm. I guess down Hollywood Boulevard, just like looking at girls. I love that everyone's like, "Hey!" and it's like nobody does that for the guy driving the limo. Oh, of course they do. No, especially when it's Corey, it's Corey Haynes. Haynes. Awesome oh, haircut. Sure. Have like, you seen oh, any of these movies? They're like, "Oh, Every Corey Haynes loves- driving a limo now." Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I hope he has a license. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quick. Can fall you get your chauffeur's li- license at seventeen? I wonder if you're lost, boy. Good one. Yeah, but he falls asleep in this limo. In a parking garage. A, he dreams a little dream. Yeah. yeah. And um, wakes up to the sound of someone rolling the last of the wheels of the limo mm-hmm. off. And it's up on locks, which yeah. is, you know. Not just so, taking so, the hubcaps. Take the whole, the whole goddamn wheel. wheel. Whole wheel. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can get money for the tire, too, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he wakes up and there's a video conference system in the car. So they're just like watching him like he's in that limo. Yeah, they were watching him sleep. Twilight yeah. style. Send the roller boys after him. Yeah. yeah. Send the hockey squad. They really do. They, they're like, he may be a kid, but don't underestimate him. He's a pro. So, yeah, they. While he was driving down Hollywood Boulevard, I only want to remark this because he drives by a theater that's showing Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. And I don't say what you will. We're not going to get in the Batman Returns argument. It's a good, it's good Except for the fact that, like, they send out the, the villains from Batman and Robin, <laughs> the neon colored hockey yeah. team. Yes. They do. Yes. And he is accosted. Like he wakes up and it's just like, oh, good limo sleep, and then they just like you know. <laughs> he well, also he, he also finds twenty grand in yeah, the yeah. in the he, uh, rear deck. Yeah, he reaches behind him, finds a paper bag full of Cause, money. Yeah, because they they been taking notes that they were going to go meet up with uh, the guy that they needed a thumbprint from. He was right. a guy who was going to sell his thumbprint to them for twenty grand. Go meet at the L.A. Zoo at the chimpanzee pen. Yep. And so he finds the twenty grand. The note just says Rinsler or whatever the fuck the guy's name is. Chimpanzee two o'clock. Yeah. So he figures that out somehow. I like that Wallace Shawn says chip and Z like it's a restaurant or something mm-hmm. in the zoo. <laughs> like, 
but whatever. I'd, I'd either. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, but yes, the these weird ass hockey neon hockey dudes. They all have masks on too, so it's like they're just faceless thugs like surround him, and he's yeah. just like, "Oh shit, I better run!" and dives off a parking garage onto a lady's car. And I will only I will only comment on her because it is the worst fashion sense lady I've ever seen in my life. No, she's the best. She has bedazzled animals on her jeans. <laughs> was it? I thought they were leopard print, like skin tight things. Or were they? Was it bedazzling? I don't I, know. Yeah, I believe they were bedazzled. Her jacket. Was I think it was her jacket. Her jacket yeah, was, yeah, a was a bedazzled yeah, jacket, dazzled. but she was wearing like leopard print pants okay. and like some you know ironic t shirt and a bedazzled jean jacket, and then gets into like. A, a beat this beat to fuck 1972 Plymouth or something like yeah. that. Yeah, that car is already beat to fuck, and then and Corey, then Corey Hayes lands, lands on it. On it. Yeah, and and TJ and Hooker's. <laughs> yeah, she. Well. Could, th- this is confusing to me because she. He lands on her on her hood, mm-hmm. and she just keeps driving. She keeps she screaming, just, oh, "Get off my get car!" Get off my car! And then is driving down that driving. little you know spiral. It's L.A. I bet people jump on win- <laughs> on hoods of cars once every six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like a, they give you in the well, pamphlet. PJ, they give you. PJ can report back how often yeah. people are jumping yeah, on hoods. Please let us know. <laughs> I will be traveling to L.A. in in July for those who don't know. I want so you to I, see all the hot. I'm going to see all the all the, the hot scenes kid. from the Double O Kid. I will take pictures and um, not waste any of my time doing that. Actually, but. They probably give you a little pamphlet that says, like, you know, number 17. Mm-hmm. If someone jumps on your car, keep going. Right. Scream at them. Because they, 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 they bump you and then they mutilate you. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. So she's trying to get out of the parking garage screaming at Corey Haim, who is just hanging on to the windshield, just like, hey, hey lady. Yeah. And the, the hockey gang is, is still in hot pursuit. Beating the fuck out of the car. And continually losing members. Like they like someone will just eat it and they're just like, Go on without me. They're real <laughs> bad at losing members. Members will just go, whoops, and then they're like, Oh, well that guy ate it, he's gone. Mm-hmm. So but, They're fairly clumsy for roller boys. Well, the problem was I think it was the only day that it rained in LA because either that or they made the mistake of of wetting the pavement to make mm-hmm. it to make the lighting better, but then didn't realize that people had to skate on it moments later. Because they're like skating through puddles and it's just like It seems like a stylistic choice. For it's, them to beef as often as honestly they, they they may have done that because they were using minimal amount of sound recording and I don't know if you heard driving a car in a parking garage but yeah. it's right maybe <laughs> you know, like that that material that they make them out of would just be constant yeah. tire squealing but they're eating it and yeah. eventually she gets out of the parking garage and Corey Haim rolls off the hood into uh, a shopping cart mm-hmm. being pushed by Nicole Eggert. Mm-hmm. On roller skates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he and then he hops into the shop. Yeah, he literally. I was gonna say, was gonna say he it. lands on the ground because he supposedly messes up his ankle and, oh, right. and hobbles over to the cart and jumps in it and says, "You've got to help me. These guys are trying to get me, and I busted up my ankle." Yeah. So she Go. skates okay. away, pushing him. I do like in this scene mm-hmm. after he after he crashes into Nicole Eggert, mm-hmm. the other guys that have rollerbladed down this oh, whole yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. they all come out and just slam into the wall across yes. the street. Because as we learn, if, you, if you're if you on rollerblades, you have no power to stop. No, that's true. That's why roller skates are better than blades. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he yoinks and gets into the shopping cart and they just go by like it's like at warp speed somehow mm-hmm. and crash into that fence like they all died. Yeah. <laughs> like there should have been cartoon cutouts of the yeah. rollerbladers. They all got pushed through the fence like yeah. that guy in Final Destination. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So but, so that that happens and then she's just skating him around 
and it's a lot of like first person perspective from the from the point of the view of the cart. That is where this being like a student film really. St- this feels like like we made a music video with our shopping cart because we don't have a steady cam, mm-hmm. and it's just like, well, why don't we just put the camera in the cart and we can get the point of view of fucking nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because Corey Haim is facing the other way. Yes. Throwing limes and Yeah, throwing shit. all of her food. <laughs> all of her hard-earned food right. at these people. Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, to prove that she shouldn't be, you know, shopping or whatever on her own, because she apparently bought, I think, limes, oranges, and a super soaker. And Doritos. And Doritos. Yes. Yeah. But like... He's throwing all the produce at them, which takes out a few. Yeah. What are you going to fill the super soaker with now? Uh, Piss? I, I, I mean, come on. Something flammable, because then they they get away long enough to hide behind a dumpster. Like, they've ditched the shopping cart, and now they're just, like, hiding behind a dumpster. Well, they're in, like, a hobo house. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Okay, fine. They're by, they're behind they, some garbage. Because they are behind those hobo tells, <laughs> <Okay>. sir. <laughs> Because, yeah, they're behind a dumpster, but there's a mattress and other... It's a hobo uh, hojo. Accoutrement. <laughs> so, yeah. God. Yes, but they're sitting and there... also plenty of flammable. And, and, all right, so <laughs> yes. here, here's what's really stupid. Like, uh, there's plenty of stupid in this movie. I, this is a, there is a sequence of dumb that happens in a row here that I, I had to notice. Corey Haim grabs the super, super soaker as they're abandoning, abandoning the cart and going on foot. Which, before we go any further with that, was this something that she carries with her all the time, or did she just buy it at the grocery store? I think the implication was that she just bought it, except that it's It was 1992. Those had to be, like, pretty new, right? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I know we all... That was one of the good ones with the big reservoir <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, I, th- I think we all established that we had that exact sure, same one yeah. that's in the movie. This yeah. is Super Soaker 50. Sure. All right. Trust me. Did you go to the internet? Yeah. Nope. Water <laughs> firearm <laughs> database. <laughs> nope. The I just know. Water arm database. Is that just... All the water arms. The, the water wiggle. Yeah. 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 Right. Um... <laughs> But he grabs the super soaker, like abandons everything else, and is like, "Come on, let's go!" And is now dragging her by the arm. One hockey dude before the others show up, accosts him, and they fight. And he knocks this dude out somehow with, I think, with her help. Mm-hmm. Then he has his stick in in his hand, throws down the hockey stick, and picks back up the super soaker. Yeah, and it's like, no, that is not a better weapon. Mm-hmm. Like he was gonna super soak them hose. <laughs> he was not, <laughs> but. He he goes and hides in the hobo hotel, and there just happens to be some flammable liquids right there. Yes, yeah, several. In one fact. of them, one of them is in a canister that looks suspiciously like the reservoir of a super soaker. Yeah. To which I thought he was going to just take off the yellow reservoir on there mm. and put on the flammable liquid, and obviously create the flamethrower that he's about to do. Mm-hmm. But no, he somehow misuses the super soaker by like pulling out the he uses it like a syringe <laughs> yeah, yeah well you know like the, now they have this the super soakers you're supposed to have in a pool which are this you just you know and that's not a super it, soaker. well whatever yeah, uh, water <laughs> that's gun. just a soaker sure it's also super yeah thanks for asking um but he like pulls it up and like you know yes syringes in the flammable liquid which is not how they worked at all nope and no. then turns it into flamethrower like Blasted in their general direction. Yes. For three seconds, he uses it as a flamethrower. And then knocks one guy down and then just throws the super soaker at them. And then they're just like, well, we give up and they they run away. You got us. And then they just like, they apparently go shopping because like the love theme from Double O Kid kicks in and now they're just like holding hands and 
She she threatens to steal his money for a second. Like, what is this money? Why do you have this money? Because he was just going to give her $300. Like, real sorry about your uh, clothes. He was... That- okay, so he was a decent human being at the end of this, which was surprising to me in a movie where everyone's just being a shit. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm I'm really sorry. Here's $300. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, she's like, what about my dress? And he's like, oh, and, and your groceries. I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, here, he's, here. he's like genuinely apologetic. And then is like, I gotta go. And then she's like, what's in the bag? Give me the bag. What? Give me that. You know, that's not your money. You stole that money. Give me half. And he's like, half? And this is when he switches on like, I'm gonna bone you. <laughs> We're gonna bone. Mm-hmm. Fish bone. <laughs> <laughs> but they just become best friends or slash lovers because the love theme from Double O Kid kicks in. Yeah, they even have the uh, all the time in the world montage yeah. happening. Yeah. And then they just they have changed clothes. He's fuck me. He he is dressed up. I'm going to start with her. She dresses up. She goes full blossom. Yep. Um, Perfectly. There, there is no way to. Yep. She even has the blossom hat, hat with, with the flower. flower. On it. Yeah. And then the, you know, the short skirt, but with bike pants on underneath it. And then he has gone full I'll say color me bad, but if, yeah. if you need a more re- uh, modern reference, it's the, you know, Dick in the Box guys. Yep. I mean, they yep. stole that look from this kind of era. Yeah. But yeah, he goes full color me bad. In, yeah, it's like, like his purple it's and like, green suit shit. Yep. Like, purple jacket, like orange dress shirt, bright blue pants. Yeah. Yep. And they are just now they're at the zoo and they're going to name Hardison sunglasses. <laughs> and, and, and like yes. this, this montage is just like, you know continued on like until suddenly they're in new clothes they're at the zoo and they're just like hey giraffes and whoa look at that shit over there <laughs> like, yeah and then they're just like hey we're the chimps and who are we supposed to meet i don't know like i'm just looking for somebody suspicious and they just find a guy who looks like ted from accounting yeah and, and like, they're like that fucking oh, guy that looks guy. suspicious and then his daughter runs up and jumps in his arms and like well because it wasn't him yeah so they go sit on a bench and like, what do we do now? I don't know. And then a dead guy falls in their lap. Well, there's like, there's a guy just slumped over, which they were like, let's go sit next to this drunk guy or, yeah. or dead. And then it's the guy he's dead. And they're like, oh, God. And somehow they also notice that they'd cut off his thumb. Yeah. I don't know how Nicole or Nicole. They mentioned it later. The movie doesn't bother well, yeah, to they, show, they don't, they don't bother show it. It showed it. Also, yeah. like uh-huh. being that he hasn't even fully explained who he is. Why the fuck didn't she scream her goddamn head off at a dead body? Because he has a bag full of money. Oh, and she wants sure. half of it. Okay. Also, there are. She's seen some shit at that drive-in. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, she so was like, there for Vanuary. So yeah. Vanuary. <laughs> <true. laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, what the fuck happens after this? Like uh, the, the bad oh, guys. That's, that's right. They they show up. Well, the the um his middle management dude from the CIA is Trump. showing up and be like, "What are you doing here?" And they're like, "Dead guy in the thing." And he's like, "What? This is real?" Like he, he didn't believe him at first. He thought he was he was just fucking with him about nuns and priests and he's stuff like, chasing him. Fax pen to, to yeah. tell us about nuns and shit. And he's like, "Oh my god, this is real." Okay, follow me. To which the bad guys have shown up and he for some reason instead of just being like, "I'm CIA, CIA you're under arrest," he's just like. Uh, I'm zoo security. And I'm Seamus just... McGillicuddy <laughs> is the name he gives of zoo security where I was just like, fucking hell. Like, no. Although, <laughs> are you trying to say his name couldn't be Seamus McGillicuddy? Yeah, I'm saying that's a shit name to tell someone. Wow. Although there goes our Irish listenership. <laughs> right. I'll just shut off. Our like I know Irish five listener. Irish Seamus McGillicuddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think this is a pretty solid ruse because if they're just some people yucking it up at the zoo then they'll straighten out right if they're actual bad guys then he'll figure it out without giving up the fact that he is cia Mm -hmm. and he's also supposed to be keeping it quiet and he's outnumbered and they have guns and are more tough than him so but he just lets them both run off he lets the kids run off i'm gonna be honest i was confused for the first 10 seconds of the scene because i thought all three of them were talking like 
I thought he was in on the scheme. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the the first like five seconds of their conversation made it seem like they were all like which where'd they go and then like all of a sudden that guy pretends to be the zoo detective you know um, so that was weird but yeah there's a there's a chase through the alligator pen mm-hmm. which <laughs> with a hungry hungry hippo ass alligator <laughs> yeah <laughs> one dude gets bit he yeah, does gets the, the bodyguard guy gets just chomped on and to which he just kind of punches the top of the head of this fake yeah. alligator yeah he breaks away the hinge from it. and gets away <laughs> right exactly yeah I, are you trying to say you've never done that in the wild here chuck you've never gotten bit by an alligator punched in the head and, and just run away perfectly fine not lately it happened to me three times last summer yeah seriously like i don't even know where you guys have been this is florida i obey the signs that say don't go near the water yeah. alligators i know all i have to do is punch an alligator in the goddamn head mm-hmm. and he'll let me go yeah, just like punching a shark in the nose. Right. Mm-hmm. You punch an alligator in the top of the head, and he's Simple. just like, oh, I got to open up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sorry. It's, yeah. it's in the rules. Yeah. yeah. Alligators know. That's you why know. dogs get eaten, because they don't... They, they can't they don't, punch. They, they, they don't they, know how they to rule. They, 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 no they don't know the rules, and they can't punch. Yeah. Yes. I mean, alligator clips are based on this principle. You you punch the top, and they just open right up. They're alligator magazines. Sorry. I apologize. Well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> I've got type on my face. <laughs> oh man! So, so yeah, they get away. They run out of the alligator pit. <laughs> yes, and there's a there's a limo, and the guy a guy gets out of the limo and says, "CIA, get over here!" Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're like, goes, "Oh yeah, yeah sweet, okay, we got this." He doesn't even say that. He's just like, "Come on in here!" And they're Either like, "Okay, yeah, let's get in there." Jump in the back of the limo, and they jump in the back of the limo. Never question who's driving it or where they're going. Mm-mm. They just start making out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, dun, 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 it's Brigitte Nielsen driving, and she dart guns them each in the neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they get dragged back to Wallachon's evil lair. Right. And put into, you know, Arcade's murder world. Because, <laughs> yep. yeah, they yeah. put him in there, and it's like, Corey Haim, you have to play the mummies. Tutankhamen's. Tomb Doom. Tomb Doom. Doom Doom. Doom Doom. And Nicole Egger, we're going to just put you in a cage. and girls can't play games. You just have to sit in the jail cell. Yeah. So yes, he has it. He's strapped into a chair with a with a joystick thing, remote uh, re- uh, like <laughs> with a, a radio control, model remote. airplane yeah, yeah, remote yeah. control. But he's he's playing the video game and like there's Ridic. a it's an interactive VCR yes. game again because Carl the Mummy is is wandering <laughs> through the Doom Tomb and you he have has to, to guide Carl the Mummy, Carl off the Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yes, he's watching that, and then like he starts to realize because the mummy encounters a room with swinging axes that he has to cross through, and then Corey Ames like, "Oh shit, there's swinging axes in front of me. I bet if the mummy dies, I die." Mm-hmm. So it, then there's like you know, bed of spikes is coming down, and I, I guess he solves it because the mummy rolls out of the way, and then there's a mummy <laughs> thumbs up, mums up, yeah, mums up. up. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's just like, and then Wallace Shawn gets on, he's like, "You beat my game." impossible well, yeah what happens is they go oh well you've unlocked the tomb but decades or generations of putrefaction have created a deadly gas toxic gas that starts leaking out of his chair which at first you're like okay he's gonna hold his breath and then he just doesn't (laughs) yeah well the implication is that he holds his breath because nicole eggert in this kid's movie is a is about to get raped by the dude yes yeah um, that's where it's going, and then she's just. But luckily, there's a shovel in her jail cell. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> <Yes>. like, just <laughs> Shawshank hadn't come out yet, so people didn't know you oh, could right. actually yeah, like were... dig <laughs> your way to freedom from a jail. <laughs> so she clocks that dude with a shovel. Yeah, she yeah, does. she shovels him in the face. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
and then goes and unplugs the video game mm-hmm. and lets Corey Haim out, yeah. which none of the toxic fumes bother her in the least. Of eh. course not. Yeah. Well, yeah. She, she unplugged it and was very much like, hey, look, I unplugged it. Yeah. I won and then, the video and game. then, you know, once as soon as the fumes stop coming out, yeah. it's safe. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Wallace Shawn and Brigitte Nielsen have been giving their their whole like presentation yeah. to the consortium guys two dudes who are from, there two reps from the consortium yeah. have shown up to show us your your virus let's see mm-hmm. and he does like all right check out this simulation of what's going to happen and so he types a bunch of shit and there's a computer wireframe model of a plane and the words virus attack simulation come up on screen <laughs> and the wireframe of the plane just gets all bendy and then disappears from the screen and he's like easy as pie and it's like the fuck you didn't do anything that's bullshit you just well, did some wireframe animation yeah. and they're all just like oh yeah very good nice we appreciate this is 1992 so nobody had any idea how to compute i will tell you as somebody who works in it that is my job in a nutshell I, simulating viruses yeah no just like like wireframe planes and then like people are like yeah your shit's fixed and they're just like well <laughs> yeah yeah i'm yeah champagne let's do this yeah, because they have like they have like a hacking bunker with a couch in it for guests. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're just entertaining guests on the couch while they sit there. We haven't even mentioned the other fucking Joker hacker guy with his black gloves and his oh yeah, the, the purple and other green. member of Color Me Bad is yeah, part of yeah. his hacker squad. <laughs> and he's got the the facial hair to match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's wearing like black surgical gloves, yep. like skin tight black gloves. Oh man, when it, he's doing his hacking, it's some intense hacking. Yeah. Ugh. So anyway, they're gonna they're gonna hack the plane and make it crash over the Bermuda hack, Triangle. I think they're gonna make it crash it. and burn. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So they're about to do it, and then Corey Haim has figured out that there's a chessboard in the dumb arcade, and he somehow deduces that that's connected to everything. So he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna play." chess yeah he's like if i start playing chess he's got to interact and, and and if i beat him then i get control of the virus and i can infect their systems or something sure or it something. doesn't really make sense because he also gets a check move in like three moves he has the queen captured after two moves mm-hmm. and everyone's yelling out like knight to king four yeah. and like everyone's like i got this i i've been waiting for my moment with the consortium chess. does nothing but play chess yeah. let me tell you it's riveting it is <laughs> it's hearing so people good. yell out yeah chess moves mm-hmm. it's the most intense a movie can get it's real good uh event, but yes, this he, somehow he, transfer- he wins chess and he well, wins, he gets the virus the way th- so wallace sean has to carry all of this by explaining everything that's happening mm-hmm. and what he explains is that with every move they're transmitting the virus back and forth. Mm-hmm. So like now they don't have the virus. Now Corey Haim has the virus and now Corey Haim does his move and the virus goes back to Wallace Shawn. But it only lasts like two moves. Yeah, it's that over whole thing. Yeah. He explains all of this for like two chess moves. Yeah, because then they're like, shut it down. The virus is in here. We, we didn't yeah. mention it. It's like the shingles virus. Yes. Yes, they, it's they, already inside. They now. escaped out of there and then had to duck back into the murder world room because... They they actually went and fucked with their primary satellite dish, to which they were just like, they're messing with our satellite dish. Engage the backup satellite dish. So right. like this little like I love that he painted it with like a bullseye, a, a bullseye <laughs> on it. But like, well, someone's gonna shoot that. So, so like every time the, the consortium guys are just continually like, oh no, what's going on? And he's just like, ah, calm down, yeah. shut up. He's a very bad salesman. Yeah. He's telling his customers to shut up. Like, shut up. We got shut this. Up. Shut up. <laughs> Cut the shit. But anyway, the final straw is just the chess match, which mm-hmm. eventually redirects the virus into their computers and shuts the whole thing down so they can't 
do the hacking. Right. Yeah. Because this virus just does whatever. It yeah. just destroys wherever it goes. Just whatever it touches, it viruses it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this, now you have it. This is Meanwhile, when the, this is when the yeah. CIA dudes bust in like the end of Beverly Hills Cop. They're all yeah. just like at this mansion, like being being very bad at shooting out and just except that they like stand up and like, oh, there's a guy shooting at us, blam. And yeah. just they take out all the bad guys. There's one guy on a balcony and it's just like, yeah. hey, We've had zero stunts in this movie. Right. Let's shoot this guy off a balcony. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. falls two stories. But so, a helicopter shows up to basically they're like, oh, well, let's get the fuck out of here. It's parked there. It's yeah. just his helicopter. And so uh, I love this. Like the two concerning dudes, Bridget Nelson and Wallace Shawn are all going to get this helicopter. And I guess it's only a two person helicopter. So Wallace Shawn. No, he doesn't have room for his giant suitcase. Oh, is of that money. what it is? Okay. Right. Because his suitcase is twice as big as Wallace Shawn. It has $6 million in it. And they're right. just like. In 20s. Yeah. So it's huge. Yeah. <laughs> right. So. So like he literally walks up to it and like opens up the door and, and kind of realizes there's not going to be room for his money and everything else. And he's like, oh my God, there's a bomb on the helicopter. And all the guys like dive off to the <laughs> side. He th- throws the money on, jumps in with, with Brigitte Nelson and slams the doors and starts to take off. He basically just this turns is... around and goes, and gets back in. That's the third best thing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and it, it just has this look like, I can't believe that works. Yeah. You know, never trust a Sicilian. And they're just... When death is on the line. They're just on the ground with their arms over their heads forever, and then they're just like, hey. hey. <laughs> one dude, one dude guy, jumps on the skids because that's what you do when a helicopter's taking off. And yeah, that guy hit never, man is like... Never works. No. And it doesn't. He loses his grip and falls to his death. Yeah. To which the two consortium yeah. guys are like, "Well, that sucks." Yeah, because yeah, then they get surrounded. It works until you fall or mm-hmm. they land the thing. Yeah, right. And crush you. But the consortium guys. Otherwise, are just, it works. Yeah, but they're standing on the helicopter, just like cursing it, just like get down here, you know, shaking then, their fist yeah, at the it. CIA shows up and just like, and all of them are like, freeze, and they're like, for a second, they're like, run, no, don't run. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, all right, uh, uh, all right. I you guess got you got us. us. Yeah. yeah. Now. I just want to point out that from the point that Corey Haim has done whatever the chess match bullshit is till the end of the movie, he does fucking nothing. Mm, Correct. He just sits in the room with Nicole Eggert and they make out because they're starting to make out when his handler comes into the room and at first is just like, oh, fuck, two teens making out. I got to see this. And then like has a realization like, oh, God, no, what is wrong with me? (laughs) Who Mm -hmm. am I? But still, like, kind of watches it for a little well, while. Well, he's before. trying to communicate with him. He's trying to say. Not like, at first, he's not. Well, first, he's like, he's wandering around the house, just going, Lance. Yeah, Lance. Like, there's a good five minutes of like him just going, Lance. Lance, Lance? are you in here? And then, yeah. yes, he finds the video room, is watching them make out, and then is like, oh, if I, maybe if I flip some switches, I can turn on the intercom. And somehow, in flipping the switches, he redirects the virus to the helicopter. It calls the helicopter on the phone. It does. Yeah. And it says tra- the screen flashes transfer virus to yeah. the helicopter. So hello. Wallace Shawn answers the phone and is just like, yellow, <laughs> yellow. Is anyone there? Go ahead, caller. And then just the helicopter just starts freaking out. And he's just like, oh, God, the virus <laughs> is here. And he. They both flip <laughs> the fuck out and. Well, I just love I appreciated this more than anything else in this movie is Brigitte Nielsen just selling the fact that they are going to die. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, well, she's believable. It. Wallace Shawn is just like, I can't believe I have to do this. But like <laughs> it just starts flipping switches. His solution is just flip every switch and knob in the helicopter yeah. and maybe that will work. And of course, none of it does. But so it's intercut with this. CG model of a helicopter which is at mm-hmm. first was over the chessboard and because the the way we know the virus in, was redirected was that the the king character on the chessboard got fat mm-hmm. so 
Then the virus transfers to the helicopter, and now it's just CG helicopter. Like, who programmed this? I don't know or why, Mm -hmm. but you never see the helicopter crash. You just see the CG model crash. That's right. So they're killed off camera, basically. Mm -hmm. Yep. Or maybe they didn't show it so they could come back for the sequel. Right. Uh, Doubtful. The triple O kid. (laughs) Yeah, but then, like, the dude watches uh, Corey Haim and Nicola Eggert walk out of the mansion on video camera. Mm -hmm. And and then the chess pieces, like, do the same thing. Yeah. And then it's, like, it's over. Yeah. It's a weird ending that... Mm -hmm. It, it the just, bulk of the activity happens and Corey Ham has nothing to do with it. I mean, mm-hmm. he made the right choice on what to do, though. Uh, make out with Nicole Eggert? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Hell yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to give him credit for that. Yeah, so. seriously. Yeah. When you have maybe dying mm-hmm. or making out with Nicole Eggert. Uh, I'll, I'll have cake, please. Yeah. I mean, just imagine the end of a Bond film where it's just Judy Dench doing all the things. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> well, yeah. I, not gonna happen in the Bond movies anymore. Yeah. Ray Fines now, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, uh, we didn't mention the Bond theme hmm. uh, played on a Casio keyboard, <laughs> but on the X Files setting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Which, yeah, like imagine that. You know the the X Files theme song. Imagine that playing the Bond theme. Yeah. But cheaper sounding. Double mm. Snow Seven. Oh. You will hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. You will hear that through the entire movie. Yeah. Often. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes also, there are songs, but none are Star Groves. I don't know. And they suck anyway. And they suck. Anyway. What, what are, are you going to argue for a Star Grove? No, no, no. No. Absolutely no. not. Oh, for just a second, you're like, what? But, but. I was, I was going to argue that Above and Beyond the Call of Love <laughs> for the closing song is okay. Not a Star Grove, but. It's not as shitty as Welcome to the West Coast or whatever the fuck the song is. That song and the love theme from Double O Kid were better than that song. The only thing going for that song is how cheesy the above and beyond the call of love is. Yeah. Fuck. It's, it's like, what it's, is what, what is above and beyond the no, call of love? I'm just saying, I don't know. Chuck's idea of a good song is the stupid. Is a bad song. Is, is like, like my worst pun turned into a power ballad. When they sang the title of the song, it made me laugh. Of and course. Then late in the song, when they hit the key change, I'm just like, yeah, man, fucking go for it. This is great. You, whoever you are, Gene Hunter or whatever the guy's name was who was singing that song. <laughs> Gene Hunter. <laughs> You're serving 25 to life yeah. in the jail of love. That's, that would be a song that Chuck would be like, that song's pretty good. <laughs> Your Honor, he clearly went above and beyond the call of love. Lock this man up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah. anyway so, yeah. that's the over. movie uh, it's over man three bags mm-hmm. <laughs> got that right out of the yeah. way this is no never too young to die that's for goddamn sure <laughs> you are correct sir this movie sucks <laughs> sorry nicole eggert is really nice to look at though yes otherwise this movie sucks so is brigitte ne- brigitte nielsen yeah she is She's smoking hot in this. Yeah. This was and at the tail her- end of like, she looks okay. Like she, something's going to happen to her shortly after this where it's just like, ma'am, what did, what have you done? But mm-hmm. yeah, her hair's right. Yeah. And they give her really good outfits and she just, yeah, she's still in Rocky four mode. I mean, she, she does not have much else to do in this movie other than just kind of look nice and say a couple lines here and there and strut into scenes like she owns them. And yeah. mm-hmm. she does 
excellent job of all those things. And I, I will say this. Corey Haim isn't as insufferable no. as he has been in the past. He's, he's, dialed, very, he's, he's dialed way down. Yeah, he is very tolerable in this movie. But Someone he, figured out how to tame him. He's also... Tame the Corey Haim. Tame. <laughs> yeah, Corey Tame. <laughs> He's almost he's almost like a supporting character though. Yeah, he it feels like the movie is just much. happening, and he will be there on occasion. It feels like everybody is a supporting character yeah. in this movie. There's no real star. Maybe uh, Wallace Shawn carries his scenes because like yeah. he does. He's explaining half the movie by the end of it, right? For sure, but he's like he's not the star. Yeah. Corey Haim is not the star. Nicole Eggert isn't the star. John Reese Davies last three and a half minutes, right? Um, Maybe yeah. Seth Green, who is credited but nowhere to be <laughs> right. found in this film, and the alternate cut. Seth Green is the star of <laughs> this like movie. The, was like the actual kid spy who was actually doing, doing all the, the right yeah, things. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm somewhere between two and three bags. Get back to me later. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and give it three bags. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, uh, buddy. It's not the worst, but man, it's it's dull. It's it's dull and sloppy, yeah. and that makes me mad. One of the worst sins a movie can commit: yeah. being dull. Yeah, like it was twenty minutes where no one in the room, no one in the uh, the theater, had made a sound, and I was just mm-hmm. like, "Fuck me, man! What <laughs> what have we done?" Yeah, yeah. but it, it gets better once Corey Haim yeah. starts stops monologuing and oh, and once he starts wearing the outfits. Yeah, because <laughs> they yeah. yeah. Because what? <laughs> there's a point where Nicole Eggert, when they walk into the the zoo, and she's like, "Who are we looking for?" And one of us is like, the rest of Color Me Bad. <laughs> and they were like, okay, yeah. now we're back on track out. here. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's hilarious as they're running through the house at the end trying to hide, wearing a fucking rainbow on their, you know, just like, yeah. there's nothing you can hide behind. You're not blending into shit. Yeah. So. You're visible from space, yeah. sir. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm only going to give it a single bag. I, I, I don't find this movie that bad. I'm not going to recommend it, but um, I, I will, I will. I will be honest and say I, you know, a lot of people my age, it was pretty much either Nicole Eggert or Alyssa Milano is like who you grew up with with a childhood crush. Mine was Nicole Eggert 100% of the way. So this is in that sweet spot of like, hey, you still are like, you know, hot in the way you're supposed to be until you went like Baywatch plastic surgery, you know, like <laughs> hot in the way you're supposed no, I mean, to be. I'm not a fan of digitally enhancing, you I know, and so like, you know, when she became like, I got to be Baywatch you know, like people were chasing that Pamela Anderson bullshit look, yeah. you know, and it's like I, you know, this is when she was like pretty naturally. And so like a lot of that may stem from that. I do find a lot of things really annoying because it's like it's stupid. You know, it's it's just wrong. Like when it, it wouldn't take very long to do the right thing. You know, like there's a couple of things like that that I, I'm not usually the person that I like latch onto and I'm like this movie's bad because of that. But like there were annoying things where I was like, that's just no, like. Like, people acting like they shouldn't act. Like, the lady who's like, get off my car, except I'm going to go faster and faster, (laughs) making it impossible for you to get off my car. You know, like, just people acting not like humans or as weird, insane, like, you know, Savage Steve Holland family who's just like, (laughs) I will get you! (laughs) Right, Have dinner! Breakfast with us! (laughs) You know, like, this is like, $2! It's like, it's fucking weird. Mm -hmm. You know, so, like, there's a lot of bad in it, but it's it's strangely kind of watchable. And like I said, uh, Wallace Shawn getting to be a bad guy is fun to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean... He's just, you know, he's, it's never not fun. Yeah, it's never not fun. There, there's enough like little things for me to like in this. And 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 yeah, Corey Haim being much, much, much tamer. I mean, all jokes aside, this was like he entered the heroin phase of his career. It was like, I'm mellow now, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> instead of cocaine Haim. Right. But I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I, it, it's it's strangely almost watchable to me, but it's not good and I'm not recommending it. I think I'll give it two bags. 
its biggest sin is that it's boring, and that's one of the biggest sins you can commit. But it's not boring and really bad. No. It's just. I mean, you don't want to throw much. anything at the screen. It's it's no. not like just dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. There's you know, like you said, it was silent for you know for a twenty minute stretch, and that's fairly rare for us. Yeah. So um, there's just nothing that really stands out that's that's good enough to buoy it up. Yeah. But there's also nothing that's that's really bad enough to drop it much below two bags. It's I, mean, I, I just be a solid two for me. I I, I feel like it's also cheaply made super cheap yeah but it's like this movie wants to have like this james bond jr vibe to it but it's he's just an accidental participant in all this Mm, he's not he's not like suddenly like i'm gonna be cool it's just oh shit i got dragged into this but i also have 20 grand so i'm gonna go shopping sure and then Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna have anything to do with the finale it's like that's not really bond-esque that's just uh oh! This this housewife got involved in this spy caper, and now she's slightly capable. Right. That's kind of what this is. And they did like the very. If they had put some thought into setting up the fact that like he wants to be a spy, he's just never given a chance, or you yeah. know, they think that because he's a kid, he can't be a spy. It's just not. If that they'd he's... given some thought to that yeah. and done some proper setup, then. Yeah, some of that could have paid off, and I think you know they could have done a lot more with that character in in the service of paying it off, but they didn't, and it just the whole premise falls flat. All right, well let's take a break, shall we? All right, welcome back. Hey, second half. Second half. Second half. The happier half. It is. Hooray! The other half. Uh, So I got a couple of movies to talk about. Well, please do. Um, One is brand new to theater, and one is brand new to home video. Oh, the home video. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with the theater one because it's it's brand new. Okay. One's all Deadpool two. Okay. That's a hit movie. I've heard of that. I have heard people have seen that. (laughs) Um, that movie's bigger than the Avengers. They say. Uh, what? <laughs> no. no. Deadpool says that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I will say I liked it. To me, it's not the first movie. And it's weird because going into the movie, I was reading a lot of people, and I don't know who these people are. They're weird. Um, who were like, I didn't like the first movie at all. I like the second movie. I don't get that. A, because it's just a continuation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like there's a little bit of sequelitis to it. Um a couple things I think pay off really nicely and subtly from the first one. But I mean, to me, it's just, it, it, it's, it's sin. It's just that it's, it's, it's too sequely. It's too much like, ah, oh, we got to go bigger here. We got to, you know, bring this back. We got to do this thing again. You know, there's just, a, there's a little bit too much by the book sequelness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying I didn't like it. It's just, I, I feel like the first one was, the the first rated R superhero movie, you know, not the first rated R superhero movie, obviously, but like the first one that was like hit big and, you know, didn't pull any punches, you know, it wasn't like, ah, we're going rated R, but we're still pulling punches. This was just like, you know, we're going hard R and we don't mm-hmm. give a fuck, you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I know a lot of people complain that the first one feels like a proof of concept thing. 
I, I don't feel that way. Like, I don't feel like it's... Yeah, I don't agree with that. I, I don't I don't get that. Like, I mean, I know, like, I don't... I, if people are like, oh, there's not enough characters in it, that's what brings X-Men movies down, is when they, like, we have to have 50 X-Men and we're going to tell a story with each of them, and it's like, great. You know, like, focusing on one mm-hmm. or two or three characters is the way to go. Yeah. Um, But I, I did like it. I mean, Domino is fucking cool as shit. I mean, like, that's... A character that shouldn't work as well in the movie as it does because it i mean they, they keep pointing out the power is kind of fucking dumb <laughs> like i mean it mm-hmm. is it's, it's just not something you can like draw or make in a movie very well it was just like it was that late 90s of like i don't know what what else we got what other powers can people have luck all right cool <laughs> we'll make it you know it's just like yeah they basically stole long shots power for her yeah anyway. yeah i mean it's just like there's a lot of things about it that just don't work well and mm-hmm. or, or sorry for her character and and for it to be like t- to turn out as well as it did, I think is great. Um, I mean, I think she easily gets the best scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Cable's better than I thought he was going to be. Like, I mean, the the early preview type stuff, I was like, oh, I I don't I don't know what you're doing with this, and I'm not sure I'm going to like it. But it by the end, it's like it's so much better than I thought it was going to be. Um, kind of kind of like Thanos. I mean, same actor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like the way they're presenting Thanos in the trailers. It was like. Oh, this doesn't seem like it's going to be anything but a weird CG dude with Balchin. And then it's like you see Infinity War. It's like, oh, no, there's way more going on with this guy. Mm-hmm. And there's way more going on with Cable that it's yeah. much better than the movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. How, how would So we kind of talked about the possibility of this. Did you notice anything that was in a trailer that was maybe dubbed for the trailer that wasn't actually a line of dialogue in the movie? Yes. I mean, not necessarily like they... Not so much like the first one where they inserted the Jared line last second. Right. Where it was like that was fresh news. Yeah. Um, there wasn't anything quite like that where it was like, oh, we got to cash in on the most current thing. Um, there were just some lines that were slightly different. Okay. But yeah, um, one of one major one I noticed was more spread out. Like it was like in the in the trailer, and it was like it says part part of it one time and the rest of it later. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was the biggest one. But. Gotcha. Um, just like, you know, like cutting a song like they do where it's like that part of the song doesn't come after this part. Yeah. Um, mm. But no, I like I said, overall, I liked it. I, I didn't love it. I mean, I certainly don't think it's better than the first one. Um, it may, it definitely has more going on, but I, I think it's um, it's little subtle jokes and little I mean, you almost want to call them cameos or people you're not expecting to show up type of thing are better, mm-hmm. you know, and I will agree as everyone that said it, it's one of the best post or mid credit sequence things sequence things ever. It's so good. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm having a hard time avoiding the spoilers on that one because people I'm won't just, shut the fuck up. I know. About I'm, it. Like I'm, I'm intentionally being as vague as humanly possible. Yeah. I'm just saying I will agree with that that this assessment that it's one of the best mid or post credit things ever, and it's just mid. It's, there's nothing after the credits, so don't bother mm. staying. Yeah. Fuck those names. So he doesn't come out of the shower and tell you to. No, they don't do the another Ferris Bueller yeah. ending. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's good. It's just I, I still think the first one, just because of originality, is is better. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say one of the credits because they do the same kind of opening credit thing from the first one. The the directing credit is is that's a really solid joke. Whoever wrote it, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess that's all I can really say without being more spoilery about Deadpool right. two. Um, I I I do recommend it. Do go see it, especially. I mean. I don't know. I don't know who these people said that they didn't like the first one and they're loving the second one. That's that's weird as shit. Like, first off, A, 
do you not like the first one because everyone was like, oh my God, it's so good. And then you're just like that. I didn't like it because everyone else said they didn't like it. If you, you know, if you're that guy, fine. You know, <laughs> yes, everyone went a little ape shit about the movie. That's because it's good. However, if you didn't like it, I don't understand why you would like the second one. That's weird. <laughs> it's, just, no. it's more of the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Anywho. Um, second movie I saw uh, fresh to home video is I saw Red Sparrow. The, ah. the Black Widow movie that jumped the gun, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Uh, I, I want to say it's more than that, but I really feel like that's what they were like. They're talking about making a Black Widow one movie. What if we make one first? Because there's so much about mm-hmm. it that feels like that's exactly what they did. Um, I, I heard a lot of things about that movie going into it that I question. Like I, <laughs> uh-huh. like I, like I heard a lot of people say like it was very much like this exploitative thing i thought atomic blonde felt more like an exploitation movie than this one did mm-hmm. like this one is like a hard spy movie like there is hard shit to sit through mm-hmm. in both violence and sexuality wise that it's like it's just it's 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 a movie that is at times designed to make you uncomfortable i don't think it it doesn't feel like an exploitation movie like i mean I, I felt like the scenes in Atomic Blonde where it's like, oh, yeah, put her in the bathtub with some ice. Like, you know, that felt more exploitative. That f- felt more gross than I felt like what they were doing in this movie where, I mean, there there are movies in this where, like, I'm trying to think, think of how much to say without revealing anything. But basically, like I said, if I tell you it's a Black Widow movie, that's almost spoiling if you know anything about the character. But, like, she's a Russian ballerina who gets hurt. And then it gets recruited to be a spy, basically. Mm-hmm. And they send her less to like a learn how to be a badass spy, murder people with all kinds of ways school and into a way of like, hey, you're hot. Here's how to seduce people to get them to do what you want kind oh, of school. OK, so that, that kind of gross. Yeah. So, I mean, like there's weird scenes where it's just like, all right, get up in front of the class and do this terrible thing, you know, kind of kind of deal. So like but it, it works because to me, the character never agrees or gives into it. You know, and, and, and that feels like that feels sort of more empowering than mm. the just like, hey, you know, hot ladies naked in the tub and covered in ice because she was fighting. You know what I mean? Like the, those scenes in, in Atomic Bond feel to me more exploitative than this, where it feels like in, in a weird sort of way, I feel like this movie was Jennifer Lawrence saying like, yeah, look, I'm going to be naked in a movie and take the power back from the whole like leaked photos bullshit, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to do it on my own terms and I'm going to make it about like reversing the role like, you know. I'm using the power against the other person. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm reading too more, too much into it, but that's the way I, that's the feeling I got out of the movie. Makes sense. You know, it's like, I'm going to do nudity on my own terms and it's, it's actually going to be kind of almost off putting, you know, because like, you know, I don't want you to think that way, you know, like it's, it's strange. So, okay. but I, I think it's all overall very good. It's yet another movie with George in it. Oh, George. Yeah. <laughs> so if you were, <laughs> Going for the complete filmography of Joel Edgerton. I like Joel Edgerton. Then this is another one. And I I mean, mm. I... He was in Star Wars, too. Oh, The Empire Strikes Back? No. Attack, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. He, was he? Oh, that's right. He was Uncle Owen. Yep. That's right. Shit. His I most famous role. Yeah. Uncle Owen from <laughs> Star Wars. Does he have a near beard in this? A what? Is a he neared? Is he sort of beardy? <laughs> I feel like every time I see him, he's sort of beardy. Sort of scruffy? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, 
Um, no, I mean, answer my question. <laughs> he's kind of no, actually, he's kind of clean shaven for okay, the most part. You. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I was trying to don't dismiss my question. <laughs> I would. I honestly don't pay attention to people's scruff, <laughs> Chuck, and call me weird. You're weird. Okay. Shall no, I mean attention to scruff. The the thing about this movie is is like I, f- I a lot of um slow spy movies that people seem to love I get immediately bored by like mm. I know people way back when fucking love Spy Game that movie is boring as fuck what? I'm sorry you know like I, to to me like I mean maybe it gets somewhere but like this one when it all came together I was like oh shit okay that's cool whereas like Spy Game kind of came together and was like huh oh that great <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, this was like, I I liked the way this all wrapped up together and the, the intrigue, triple, double, quadruple crosses and shit like that. That's the, why this, Atomic Blonde lost me because I was just like, man, this one. I feel like this one congeals better than Atomic Blonde does. Okay. I and I I'm I'm not dismissing Atomic Blonde. I mean, I I like that movie. It feels like I'm shitting on it. Well, I I just there's a some comparison because it's like you know pretty lady, you know violence, all you know stuff. There's yep. there's some comparison to be made. Um, that one being a time piece, you know, capsule piece. This one is like a modern thing. Um, but yeah, plus the whole Eastern block shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I liked it. I mean, I know a lot of people shat on the, but I think it's a pretty good movie. Okay. Yeah. That movie did exactly what I thought it would do was just come and go like just immediately just be like, yeah, that's a movie that's going to come out in the spring and no one's going to care. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's. I mean, I think it's better than that. I mean, I'm not saying it's like the greatest thing, or I'm gonna rewatch it a whole bunch of times. But yeah. I enjoyed watching it one time, and it was a solid spy movie. All right. Hmm. Like I said, there's there's grody bits if that it puts you off. Like, but mm, grody bits. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. What else we got? I saw Avengers again. Yeah. Because Jen hadn't seen it yet. Oh. I'm surprised even the second time watching how quickly that movie moves. Yeah. It's constant things happening. Yeah. (laughs) There's not a lot of time for dialogue. No. But just, I mean, like you just, it's, it doesn't, it never to me felt like a two hour and 45 minute movie, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. People talk about points of that movie dragon. I'm like, what movie did you watch? Yeah. Yeah, When? Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's stuff that like the sequence of things, my brain forgot. Mm -hmm. Like there's certain parts where it's like, well, I guess I can get vaguely spoilery because, like, basically everybody's seen the fucking movie by now. But, like, when Thor gets back to Earth, I thought it was way later in the movie than it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, wait, that other fight hadn't even started yet. Yeah. You know, like, I just, you know, you don't think of it in terms of of that sort of stuff. But right. then it's like, oh, wait, yeah, they haven't even started fighting him. So, yeah. Well, when it happens the first go around, you're like, oh, this is the finale. <laughs> Like, they're wrapping this up because uh-huh. now Thor's here. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no. Nope. Fucking shit up. <laughs> nope, yeah, there's no, a lot there's... left. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine that movie, Dragon. Mm-mm. No. But yes, my wife was exceedingly pleased uh, when when the uh, the guy who makes Thor's new hammer shows up. Good. Yes. And she was exceedingly pleased that I had not spoiled it for her in any way. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that that movie's good. And between that and rewatching Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. like they've given Thor more fuck yes moments than everyone else combined at this point. Yep. They fixed Thor is what they did. Yeah. Because that first movie I, I don't like at all. And the second movie I don't like. 
But like since then, like in everything else, they're like, all right, Thor's going to do some cool ass shit and yep. you're going to like it. And it's like, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Absolutely. Give me Thor's cheap pop every time. <laughs> yes. I want it. Was that like not Anthony Hopkins? Like his cheap pop? Oh, yeah. cheap pop. <laughs> <laughs> like, ha. Yeah. Just some. This guy got jokes. Drunk Irishman. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. loading. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but it's it's like I wonder if it. I hate that my brain goes here, but I wonder if it's like he's the only one who probably still wants to keep doing these. Mm-hmm. So you almost wonder if they're just like, well, dude, that fucking lean into it then. Yeah, make everyone fucking love him. Fucking own Thor. Yeah. All right. Like I said, I still love that first movie. But the second one is boring as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I just don't remember anything about them. And I could I there are things I'm gonna remember about Infinity War and Ragnarok for like ever. Yeah. Like those are just those will be things I always remember about those movies. First two I'm like, yeah, he uh he liked coffee or whatever in that mm-hmm. diner. Well I was gonna say like, <laughs> the first one, like Thor's an asshole, but that's the point. Right. Mm-hmm. No, it's I mean like, I Thor's gotta learn to not be an asshole. That's the pl- yeah. that's the plot of the first movie. And I just like that he's now quippy deadpan man of just, you know. Well, he's seen some shit. He learned how to joke. This is my friend Tree. You know, I mean, it's and just. I swear to God, I laughed every time he says rabbit mm-hmm. in that movie. Yes. Every, every single time. Because it's so earnest. Yeah. Like he's not doing it like a sarcastic <laughs> asshole. He firmly believes he's right in what he's saying. And no one corrects him. Yeah, no. You're going to tell Thor? <laughs> Not even, not even the rabbit will correct him. Yeah, he's just like, all right, he can call uh, the rabbit if he wants to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I that movie's still good. But uh, yeah, fuck Thanos. Yeah, well, like before, Thanos. With, before, you know, in the, the the first time I watched it, I'm like, you're an asshole, but you're not wrong, and it's like, now nah, you're wrong. Yeah, you're and you're an asshole. Yeah, so fuck you. Is he it, wrong? You might be. Yes, your idea yes. is worthy of a high school debate club. But like you don't get to enact that middle school, maybe. OK, yeah. I just either way. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. That's a bold stance. Yeah. I, that's, that's a good way to end that argument. Yeah, I, I just I. <laughs> yep. He will not get what's coming to him in the sequel and it pisses me off. You never know. No, the good guys will not torture and tear him to shreds because that's not how movies like this work. So, yeah, anyway. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Anyway, that movie's still good. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Glad to hear it holds up four weeks later. <laughs> yeah. Holds up to a second viewing. Excellent. Yes. Do you guys want some emails? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Oh, please, God. <laughs> While Give you're looking up emails, I will just go ahead and look up yeah. emails. This is this merits no discussion. I just want to put it in people's heads. I have started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine um, on the suggestion of Harlow. And many other people on the internet, and it is pretty fucking good. Yeah, I hooked um, I hooked him with the that cold open, the yeah, best one of the best cold opens of pretty yeah, good. all time. Um, I will say that Chelsea Peretti is probably I can't remember her character's name right now. Gina, 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 um, probably my favorite character on that show, which is that's unusual. Yeah, she's just yeah. Uh, there's something about how she fits into that into that group that I absolutely love. I think she's, she may very well be the funniest person on that show mm-hmm. right now. I'm like eight or nine episodes in. So you got so many more to go. I know. Oh, I and have like another 99 season. more to go. Maybe. Yeah. But you, 
you'll be caught up by the time they finally air it. Oh, for it's sure. a short season for and sure. it's going to be like a year and a half from now. So, yeah. That's all I had to say. All right. I'm glad you're enjoying it. All right. First email we got uh, from Jay from Vegas. It says, not movie related, but Hollywood related. Hmm. Hey, Banff crew. Jake is here. And a few days ago, I said, fuck it. I'm going to Hollywood. Hey. Now, I didn't go to chase my dream and wind up on a casting couch, but I did get a wiener in my mouth. The sole reason for the trip was to eat at Pink's. For those unaware, they sell hot dogs that are named after actors and movies. Plus, they've been a Hollywood institution since the 30s. Many actors swear that getting your headshot up at Pink's is the key to success. And Richard Simmons has noted that a Pink's chili dog is his birthday treat. <laughs> Richard Simmons. Well, that's... Of all oh, people. All right. Yeah. Mm. That's quite famous, a testimony. Famous Hollywood actor, uh-huh. Richard Simmons. Yeah. Uh, getting to the meat of the email, pun intended, mm. I ordered a Mulholland Drive, a <laughs> nine-inch giggity hot dog with... That's him, not me. Just, oh. just making that clear. Uh, hot dog <laughs> with grilled mushrooms and onions, bacon, and nacho cheese. It sounds weird, but it was insanely good. Well, that sounds good as shit. Yeah. When I told my mom about the trip, she mentioned that they have a Pink's at T-Mobile Arena, and I replied to that with... Do you have any idea how expensive Golden Knights playoff tickets are? Anyways, I've now eaten at Roscoe's and Pink's, fulfilling two promises I made to my dad, and I can assure all of you both places are insanely good and well worth eating at if you find yourself in L.A. Crash and Burn Jay sent for my chance plush doll wearing a Pink's hat and Roscoe's t-shirt. Are you going to Roscoe's, Peter? Yes. Okay. Are you going to Pink's? I might. All right. I had forgotten about Roscoe's. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> what about the donut place? Randy's Donuts? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I have to have a picture outside of Randy's Donuts. Okay. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. And apparently there's another place called California Donuts. It's really good too. And there's Trejo's Coffee and Donuts. So I'm getting donuted the fuck up in LA. <laughs> you're going to go nuts on them donuts. I'm going to go nuts on donuts. You're going to be dead. Well, I think you're gonna Randy's be... Donuts is like out of ways though. Isn't that like out in like Doesn't Pasadena matter. or something? Yeah. yeah. I've, I'll find it. I know. I have plenty. I'm going to be there for 11 days. So. Mm. I'll have plenty of time. And okay. that's, a, that's a timely email since we just mentioned it for yeah. the first time on this podcast today. Yep. That's 44 meals. 11 days. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You got to do fourth meal. I'll, I, might do, I might do five because there's a lot oh, to eat on that Don't forget 11 Zs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> breakfast, second breakfast, yeah. 11 Zs, lunch, mm-hmm. uh, supper, dinner. Dinner. Fourth meal. Fourth meal. <laughs> Fourth, of course. Midnight snack. Fourth meal. Midnight and, snack. So that's seven. Fish. I can get seventy. So forget the similarian. <laughs> oh my god. Right. The similarian is similarian, at three yeah. a.m. when I wake up Man, with like sleep a, eating. Yeah. Sleep eating. That is Ambient a horrible snack. sounding hot dog. Similarian. <laughs> you have to yeah. recite forty five minutes of poetry. Yeah. That's the shade of blue eat. the guy was killing people with on the X Files. The... <laughs> yeah. It's just a bunch of elves no, like absolutely. reading the book of Exodus, basically. <laughs> Elfsidus. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that him mentioning the Golden Knights. Yeah, made me look up what that was. That's and the I, Vegas hockey team. Yeah, I completely forgot that Vegas now has a hockey team. Yeah, and they're in the finals. They are. Yep, hockey. Yeah, fucking tighten up, hockey. Come on, I, I totally didn't An know. Expansion they're... team makes the finals, but the in their fuck first is year, happening? Yeah. like their literal first year, right? Yeah. It's their first yes. or second year. Yeah, I was recently. It's, in... it's their first year. Is it? Okay, it is their inaugural season. Well, I is it one they of those did... things where like they get to load the team with you know like they get to draft players from every other team, but each team can protect a certain number of players. Okay, and that's hmm. how they got got their team. But it's like what? Anyway, yeah. I, I anyway, realized... I thought they didn't start for another year or two. Hmm. I realize I, I know so little about hockey. I was in Columbus, Ohio, and they have an NHL team. And I was like, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. <laughs> and somebody was like, yeah, I went to the 
whatever the, the fuck. Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I went to a Blue Jackets game last night. With, like, what's a Blue Jacket? Yeah. Well, like, NHL yeah. team? Like, Atlanta no longer really? has a team. The no, Thrashers, Thrashers are no more. Thrashers, they left. Oh, no. I, I don't know. Seriously, I apparently... Didn't the Thrashers become the, the ESPN team? I don't know. What? I, I, know, I know Winnipeg Jets have a team again. Okay, good for Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. good. They need they were in the they, teams. Weren't they in the... Uh, I think the Knights beat the Jets for the they finals. Did. Okay. To go to the finals. Sure. Yes. Sure. Hockey. I, hockey. I, because hockey. I don't play the NHL games anymore, I don't know anything about hockey anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. I could not tell you who is a good player. Mario Lemieux. The best hockey game. Chuck, it is not 1999. Oh, that was like 92. Yeah, that was for Genesis. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. The only reason I ever know anything about basketball is because it's on when we go to Atlanta. The only reason I ever know who's in the finals is because like it's on every TV everywhere we go when I, we're at Pinball. I know some yeah. players because I like that NBA 2K game. Yeah. That's the only reason I know. Well, because you have a ghost brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like I, you know, I get calls from like Chris Stapps Przingis or something and he wants to go hang out and hey. go bowling or something. Wait, I saw what? on your Twitter feed that hey, you want to go, yeah. <laughs> go bowling with me. Hey, Christoph Porzingis invites you. You say yes. I, yeah, I usually do. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're in town, man. Let's let's text emoji. Hang out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poop. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yes. Get up to some shit. Well said, Chuck. Thank you. Uh, next up, we have one from Chris from Kentucky. Oh. Titled his email, Automatic 1995. Mm. Hey, guys. Just wanted to give a recommendation for a film. A movie from 1995 called Automatic, starring Olivier Grunier. As yep, that's I was about to say really Olivier Grunier, you're, you're but close. no, it's yeah. Olivier Gruner, Gruner as an android who gains self-awareness and is trying to escape assassins sent by his creator. Directed by John Murlowski, who also directed Cop Dog, this movie is a forgotten 90s treasure. I have only been able to find it on VHS or on YouTube, but I highly recommend it as Cam a Fabcast worthy film. <laughs> Crash and Burn, Chris from Kentucky. Man, Cap dog. You, you also you had a cap dog. You had a <laughs> cop dog. Oh, oh was like, shit! The director like, of Cop Dog. Fuck all these movies. <laughs> yeah, that movie sounded great yeah. until you said Cop Dog, and then I was like, Oh wait, I remember Cop Dog. Cop Dog's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, they one eight seven that Cop Dog. <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> that we did. motherfucking yeah. Cop Dog. Yeah, we did. No, they killed the dog. Yeah, they did. That's true. Yeah. Like 20 minutes in, we're like, dog. what is this snuff dog movie? Yeah. <laughs> right, but we also made that one eight. We did, yeah. On, mother, on a motherfucking cop dog. dog. Yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> bringing it back. Yeah. Uh, we've not watched any Olivier Gruner movies, but... Uh, <laughs> is that like Lawrence's brother? <laughs> yeah, but not. <laughs> it's uh, He's kind of encircling. He's on some lists. <laughs> mm-hmm. but since he's on a watch list look if this is from the director of cop dog i will bump him way up the list now because (laughs) holy shit you guys (laughs) cop dog uh anyway we got a voicemail a follow-up voicemail shit okay from sunny california hey this is sunny california calling with an update um, me and my lady friend just attempted to watch Hologram Man. I mentioned attempted because I fell asleep and she was desperately trying to not root for the villain because, you know, Hologram Man. Um, but the beach, do be careful about your um, offers to officiate weddings. That is jokingly tempting? I don't know. I'm checking for, uh, you know, I'm checking how uh, serious you're being. Uh, final point, I have decided the uh, the month in which the Wizard movies shall be watched. It should be called Wizard December. 
Yes. With our December. You're welcome. In California. Ow. Ow. <laughs> yeah, now he knows you're going to be in California. So he needs to propose before July. Right. If you are... And plan uh, a wedding before the, July. In the which... greater LA area from July 4th to 15th, I will officiate your wedding and ready to be... If you're ready to be married. Oh, I thought Sunny California was going to marry BJ. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm going to marry him. And his he, lady friend. BJ is an adorn, ordained minister. Mm-hmm. I, no, I know that, but I, it just made it sound like he needed to get his shit together in order to marry BJ. So that BJ. we could get married. No. I, <laughs> I, 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 BJ would have to consent to that. And I do not at this moment. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we meet asked. in LA and we fall you, in love. You, wait wait until you're out. And then maybe you marry him <laughs> and his lady friend. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. To the, LA, LA, man. I mean, Utah's close. Sure. Make that happen. Hey, man, it's the future. Yeah. It's 2018. It it's totally going to be even future. deeper Shit's in 2018. Cool. Shit's we cool now, man. Shit's cool. Yeah. Actually, no, nothing's cool. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Chuck. I'm sorry. It's 2018. I, I work so much, Married I'm never on people. Twitter, so I don't know what's happening in the world. Just nothing's so, cool. So, you know what? Life's great, I'll man. let you, you know when it's cool again. now. I'm pretty cool. What? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> what? I've been doing that ass now. It's 2018. Yeah. I've been doing that shit that? since the 90s, Do you know that it pinks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. It's called yes. a 2018. <laughs> oh, I get it. You're talking about eyes. <laughs> Man. I don't think you're supposed to get... Like, I don't know how you eat other things. But oh, I want to hear where this sentence goes. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, how many times whatever you're eating gets in your eyes? <laughs> the same goes for ass. <laughs> Dude, you don't eat an explosive ass. <laughs> like, no, if I'm that saying, ass is liable to be explosive, you do not eat it. I'm saying, if you're eating a sandwich, right. does part of it end up in your eye? No. Okay. Same rules apply for eating ass. <laughs> Keep the ass out of your eye and you're going to be good. Okay. Well, sage advice. I'm, a classic a, bit of advice from the BAMCast. Best part of the podcast Keep right ass here. Out of your eye. <laughs> I, I've learned so much yeah. tonight. I had no idea. But however, put idea. the eye in team. <laughs> As in double team. Uh, there's no eye in ass. There is actually. If like you look at the A, it's, it's like, like it's there's, a, a, there's a little line. It's actually a, a brown eye. Yeah. <laughs> My God. What were we talking about? How the fuck? Eating ass. No. How we're we're cool. saying it's 2018. No. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, and things are cool. Yeah. What's the wizard month? Wizard, uh, wizard, wizard, wizard December. December. That's terrible. I don't get that. Oh, Because it has December. a D at the end. Wizard, right. wizard December. December. He just said it funny. The for, D for just merges effect. into one D. Okay. All it's right. just fun to say wizard. I, you can was, merge two Ds together. I, think it was, I thought it was yeah. like we were yeah. trying just, to do like a Robert d- Zadar <laughs> wizard. Man, if there were Robert Zadar wizard movies. <laughs> How's that? Well, hang on. <laughs> Keyword wizard, search. Wizard. Yeah, wizard. <laughs> That's about it. Wiz-tober. <laughs> yes. We could just watch the Wiz four times, I guess. Mm. I'm all right with that. Mm. Move on down, move on down, move yeah. on down the road. Yes, that's all the emails we got. Okay. Thank God. Hmm. So, well, if PJ, anyone else has any questions about yeah. eating ass or anything, yeah, if you have any cool. ass-related questions, right. you have any don't email questions. us. Right. We are not experts. The ass a, we don't know anything here. about it. No, I don't the know. guy over here well, is like, don't well, get ass here. Like, plus, there's like, you know, hipster ass over here. <laughs> right. 
He's eating eating ass before we had millennials. Oh yeah, I I ate he ass it, before you heard of ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> if you want to talk to us about things other than eating ass, mm-hmm. or if you have uh, some LA suggestions for me, uh, email us bmf at bmfcast.com. Uh, give us a call on the Garfield phone nine one zero five jocks bmf or nine one zero five five six nine two six three or go to the website bmfcast.com and you can find some buttons to some socials you can find our twitter and a uh, link to our patreon which is where you can give us money uh for all these high quality ass jokes uh and other shenanigans we got bmf extra which is um popping off right now this is the, this doing is some, thing doing some things oh boy is we're it. trying some things yeah it's some always. new formats going there i mean if you're listening and you're not a patron then they'll just be like well this is just like the first half of any other bamcast uh, if you're if you're you know keyed current. in and you're current, current you're shit's going down the absolute yeah. newest hotness that you shit just got real manage. <laughs> hmm. but yeah check us out at all those things and uh i think that's about it cool Sweet. Let's get out of here, shall we? All right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamfcast out. Eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> Need you to it. <laughs>